for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we're back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a kind of a returning special guest. She's never officially been on the podcast, but back in, if you've been following us for a while, back in 2020, we did a test trial of a radio show that we were doing, and she was a guest on that. So, uh, really excited to have her on the podcast proper and sit down and chat with her. She just released a new single. We have Auburn McCormick. How's it going today, Auburn? Hey, hey, it's good. How are you? Good, good. How's uh, how are things going out there in or out there in Austin? I'm based or normally I'm in Texas, but uh, like we were talking before we jumped on here, I'm out in Roswell, New Mexico, and I've seen temperatures in the 60s, and it's like not what I'm used to, as you could probably attest to. In Central Texas, it's been triple digits or bust for the last two months. Yep, it is so hot here, yep. but thankfully it's started to cool down just a smidge because it's rained the past couple days, which is shocking. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen the uh, uh, that there's like a hurricane or something coming up this way, and that's yep. that's interesting. So, but we'll take the rain though; we need it. Oh yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Uh, but really excited to sit down and chat with you. Um, since it's been a while, kind of take this opportunity to reintroduce yourself to everyone and kind of give them a breakdown of who you are and uh, what you're about. Yeah. Okay. So my name is Auburn McCormick, like Tom already mentioned. Um, and I was originally based out of Nashville, Tennessee. I went to school there for music, stuck around, did a lot of writing and recording and stuff. And then you know, COVID happened and everyone lost their jobs and all that stuff. And live music just wasn't a thing anymore. And I decided let's try somewhere else. So eventually doors opened and things happened. And I decided to come to Austin, which is the live music capital of the world. A little bit different from Nashville. Yep. And here I am still writing, still recording, but doing music out here, like show wise yeah. and it's great. I love it. Nice. And you're originally from Mississippi, right? I am. I am. I was born in Memphis, Tennessee, but okay. I was raised right outside of Tupelo, Mississippi. Okay, cool. Because I remember I you changed your social media handles on me at one point because I remember yeah. it used to be like at University Spice, which is obviously a playoff of Auburn mm -hmm. and mccormick yeah and i was sitting there this morning like oh i need to put something out what's her handles i don't know what her handles are anymore it's not university spice it's taken me to something else i don't know what this is so yep i changed it i decided to change it when i um wanted to make it easier for people to find me like i'm the only auto mccormick in the world thanks to my parents. So just type in Auburn McCormick and you'll find me. It's just makes more sense. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to make everything like kind of streamlined. Yeah. Especially as you kind of take your, start moving your music to the next direction. It's, it's yeah. just better to make things easier to find. And, mm -hmm. you know, like 
the university spice is cool and the only re- it's memorable for me just because like I'd never seen anything yeah. like that but like when people go to search you you want it to be as easily searchable as possible yeah. so yeah and I kept that in my bio and it's still yeah. how I introduce myself sometimes so people remember so mm. yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah. so you you're down in Austin now you've been there since the beginning of the year how how's uh, Austin been treating you it's been really good. I was a little nervous about whether they would welcome me to Texas because I'm not a born and raised Texan, yeah. but they, they, they're so funny. I'm like, yeah, I moved here at the beginning of the year and they're yeah. always like, welcome to Texas. You're a Texan now, like all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, um, they've been super welcoming here and, uh, I've even like gotten myself some Tacovas and yeah. like, you know, that's a Texan thing. Yeah. And, learned how to use the u-turn like lane thing like yeah even is that it's genius but yeah. we don't have those in tennessee so i was like yeah. what the heck <laughs> that's funny you know i think as long as you're not coming from like california or something you're fine i think mm. most people are good with it um i haven't gotten myself cowboy boots yet i've been in waco for about three years now it actually will be three years in october i haven't broke down and bought cowboy boots yet but they keep telling me before I leave Texas, mm-hmm. I have to do three things buy cowboy boots, buy a hat, and buy a revolver. A cowboy hat and buy a revolver. So it's just like, all right, I guess that's the Texas mission, you know? Yep, that's the, Texas. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny that you brought up that they were so welcoming. And it's like, that was, that's been my experience. And I think as long as you're not like a crazy person they're pretty cool with you yeah i i think so too and they just they love to know that people choose to come to texas mm-hmm. and so they're like yeah come on in we'll we'd love to have you here and they love country music here so that's also helpful for me yep um so it just worked out for sure for sure uh i just want to apologize to everyone if i seem a little exhausted i've been on a little bit of a bender this week of music shows and last night was a 12 hour music or not last night yesterday was a 12 hour music festival and there was a point there where it turned into a texas like an old school texas dance hall because they had like a red dirt country band that was playing yeah and then everybody just got up and started dancing and i'm like I live in Texas. I've never experienced this because I don't go to dance halls. That's not kind of, that's not really my scene, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, so just kind of putting that out there for everyone, but I will, I will cheer up here or energize up here in a minute as this monster starts to kick in. But (laughs) so Auburn, uh, it's been a little over, it's probably been closer to two years since we've had you on last. Um, Obviously moving to Austin has been a big change and uh, you've been pretty consistently releasing music from what I could see on Spotify. Um, what's uh, the last two years been like leading up to the uh, uh, move to Austin? Well, obviously there was COVID. And so that was, I guess, earth rocking for everyone. Um, so kind of for a while, I wasn't able to do music, wasn't even able to write or record or anything. It just kind of was just doing nothing and just Mm -hmm. waiting until things kind of started going back to normal. And 
eventually these things started opening up, you know, and mm. I would do shows, but I would have to do shows behind a shower curtain so that it, there was like a barrier between me and the crowd. Yeah. And like, that was super weird and something to get used to, but I was just thankful I was getting out there and doing shows again. Um, and then people started feeling more comfortable meeting. And so I started writing and then got back into the studio. Everyone was wearing masks, but I didn't even care. I was like, we're just doing music. Yeah. Um, got a bunch of stuff recorded, which I'm now finally releasing. Nice. I've got this and something else planned for the end of this year. And then everything else is going to come out in 2023. Nice. And I've, I've got stuff lined up, so I'm super, super pumped to finally be able to have music come out as quickly as I want it to. So that's kind of what I've been doing, just hiding out and just writing, recording, but now it's time to share with the world, so. Nice, but like even the last two years during your kind of hiatus, you were still, it seemed like even if it was just like a single, it. Because that's all you released uh, last year, right? Was a single? Yeah. And I did a music video that went mm -hmm. with it. So, yeah, I was still doing, trying to do as much as I could. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But, you know, just like, I think even during the pandemic, just keeping yourself out there and relevant, even if it was just the one song or whatever, yeah. you know, that, that was enough to kind of keep you, keep your name out there and give something for the people to listen to. So, yeah. Um. So obviously we talked about the pandemic in 2020, 2021 kind of being this uh, very tumultuous time for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, what was kind of the uh, transition point moving to Austin? You kind of briefly mentioned that there was an opportunity, but. Yeah, I just met uh, some people that I got the opportunity to come out and visit. I met them in Nashville. And then got the opportunity to come out and visit with them and hang with them. And they got to show me Austin. Mm -hmm. And that was, I guess, a year ago, like mm -hmm. to this day almost. And I just fell in love with this city and these people here. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it just made me feel energized again. And like back to my old self, because I think COVID just, you know, it took uh, everyone's mental health took a dip. Yeah. And I was like, I feel free here and i feel like maybe this is where i need to be and doors just opened up with like um just different mm -hmm. jobs or other jobs ending in nashville like it just seemed right yeah. and i was like you know what i'm gonna take a chance i don't really ever do things like this it was very out of my character <laughs> um but i was like i'm just gonna do it so i packed everything up and right after christmas drove here with all my stuff and now nice. i'm a texan <laughs> nice that drive i will say having made that drive several times at least not necessarily to nashville but like in between memphis and nashville like when i go up to visit my family that mm -hmm. like i usually cut between memphis and nashville that drive is amazing like just coming through the east side of texas and coming down through yeah. dallas and all that stuff it's a uh, it's a really cool drive and it's not a hard drive so you know it's it's cool that you just kind of packed up and picked up and just kind of went and did your thing yeah. um so you landed here right before the new you said after christmas so with that yeah i think yeah. i got here like <laughs> new year's eve i think okay. so i got here and then like 
went out and went to like the party scene of like yeah. New Year's Eve and celebrated. And I was like, woohoo, I'm a Texan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, hey, I mean, I guess if you're going to come in, that's the best time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I often tell people if I decide like I'm going to stay in Texas, I'd ultimately have to get down closer to Austin, whether mm-hmm. it's like maybe not necessarily living in Austin, but living within like maybe 45 minutes so I can get yeah. there easier. Or if we're doing something with musicians, it's not like, oh, hey, you got to drive two hours, come up see me. But yeah, you know. I mean, the great thing about Austin is there are a lot of great like suburbs of Austin and mm-hmm. they all have the music scene is great everywhere. Like mm-hmm. in Austin and like within an hour and 30 minutes outside of Austin, like the yeah. music scene is still great. I play shows that I have to drive close to two hours just to get to and it pays well. People love you out there. So I don't think it super matters if you live right in Austin. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I keep trying to get some of my friends' bands to come tour Austin. Like, I mean, some of the musicians from like Nashville that I've met, they'll come do like a little Texas loop, but it's not near, it's not nearly enough musicians that are coming through like a lot of, cause I know a lot of musicians that they make a great living just doing their 20 city loop around Texas and they do mm-hmm. really well for themselves. So yeah, just trying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you've been in Austin now for about nine months, give yeah. or take a few days. I'm trying mm-hmm. to see, yep. The 21st. So we'll say about nine months. Um, what's uh i know you just released a new single single friday right they dropped friday yeah, yeah. uh secrets uh what's the uh, story behind this song oh this song so it came from i had a failed relationship obviously and i was with this guy for two years and he got to know me really well, obviously. Like when you're in a relationship, you confide in that person, you tell them things that you probably haven't told anyone else. And Mm. that's what I did. And then it ended and he kind of ghosted me. (laughs) And it, I got to thinking one day, I was like, there is a man out there who I used to love, who knows everything about me. And he's now just a stranger. Like, Mm what the heck? And I was like, I could turn that into a song. So then I went to my friend, Hannah, who's another songwriter. And I was like, look, I have this idea. Will you help me like chase it and write it? She was like, uh, duh. So we wrote it that day pretty quickly, actually. Um, and as soon as we finished it, like we knew that this one was special and we were really proud of it. And so after that, I've just been singing and it shows people always connect to it and love it. And so I got into the studio last year and started the process of recording it, getting it done. And now here we are. She's out. Nice. <laughs> nice. Awesome. And so did you record this in Nashville or was this recorded in? Yeah, Nashville? I do all of my recording in Nashville. Um, okay. I have my people there that I love Mm. to work with. And I just, I haven't even found anywhere to even do it in Austin yet, even if I wanted to. Um, But yeah, I just, my people are so good in Nashville and they're just so encouraging and willing to work with like when I'm coming into town and Mm. stuff. So it just, it just works out. Yeah. 
I have to imagine there's like a direct flight from Austin to Nashville. Like that would just be a can't miss opportunity for any airline out there. Oh yeah, there there is. And even yeah. if I choose not to fly and just yeah. drive, like you said, it's a super easy drive. Yeah, it's long, but I didn't have any issues driving it. So no, I mean, I mean, like it's not quite as long to go to Memphis or to drive to Memphis, but I made the Memphis trip in like a half, well, I say half a day, but that's because I'm a psychopath and I leave at 2 a.m. just to get there at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., whatever it is, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, um, so you'd mentioned that your original, we'll, we'll kind of circle back to the new single here in a second, but you'd mentioned that you were born in Memphis. How long did you stay there before you moved to uh, Mississippi? Uh, not very long, okay. but my dad it was like uh, raised there. So we have family there and all that stuff. He went to the University of Memphis. He was Pouncer, um, the mascot. My sister yeah. goes there. So we have a lot of connections to Memphis. So. Yeah. I went to Memphis first time and I went through Beale Street. I wasn't because usually I don't like doing those touristy things where I know I'm going to have yeah. to pay like a whole buttload of for parking and whatnot but beale yeah. street wasn't bad it was like i think i paid like 15 bucks for like the night and i was like okay that's like chicago prices that's not the worst yeah and then we walked up and down beale street and i was like okay i get i get memphis memphis is cool i get it mm -hmm. so but um so have you ever given thought to was that ever an option to move back to memphis or was is memphis kind of not your uh, Memphis isn't really, it's not really my thing. I don't mm -hmm. think I would fit there because mm. people don't want to hear country music as much there. That's right. And so that's why I've never thought to go there though. I am trying, I'm planning like a little like fall tour yeah. and I will be coming through Memphis. So I'm going to yes. give them a taste of some country music and they better like it. <laughs> I mean, on Beale Street, there is one place that I went to that played some country music, but yeah, one place out of how many ever venues there are on Beale Street, that's, mm -hmm. yeah. It's not like Nashville where every single bar is playing country music. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You just got to kind of know your audience and mm -hmm. Memphis, they're, they're more blues. Well, I shouldn't say more blues, but they're primarily blues. And then yeah. Austin. Is Austin, I mean, obviously Austin and Texas are very open to country, but what's the scene uh, like in Austin? Is it predominantly country or are you starting to see more um, like other genres? Uh, there are definitely other genres. I think a lot, they have a lot of rock here. Okay. Like I was shocked by that. Um, so I think those are the two biggest genres that mm. are here. Um, just from what I've seen, maybe I haven't seen something else and, you know, they play blues a lot or something. Yeah. I don't know. But from yeah. what I've seen, it's a lot of rock and country. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, the country is kind of a can't miss in Texas. Yeah. It, Texas was built on country. So, mm -hmm. uh, so circling back to secrets, it's been out for uh 48 hours little about 48 hours or so yeah i'm trying to do math this morning it is not playing right for me but uh what's kind of going through your mind now that uh now that this single is out you've been working on it for a good amount of time it's been a little bit since you've released some music 
Mm-hmm. What's kind of going through your mind right now? Uh, what's going through my mind is I'm just trying to, my mind runs hundred miles an hour all the time. So now I'm thinking like, what's next, how I can continue to push this song and continue to get more people to hear it, how I can, you know, do things on TikTok or Instagram reels. Um, when I want to release my next single, I know it's going to be in the fall, but like what exact date, what kind of way am I going to market this song? You know, like literally a million things but i think the biggest thing on my plate right now is how to get secrets like to have a further reach to reach more people because i know it's a song people can connect to everyone has an ex out there that knows everything about them and it terrifies them to know that you know yep yep i 100 percent agree that's um as so kind of leading up to the release of secrets had you done anything different to promote it (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I tried. (laughs) I am, as my sisters would say, old. I'm closer to 30 than anything else. And if you're old, what am I? Jeez. (laughs) I guess, well, old, older, and then eventually they they call people ancient. So I don't know. Well, to be fair, I'm only 35. So yes. Okay. Okay. You're just old then. Okay. Like me. Well, I tried because, you know, I didn't grow up on TikTok or even Mm -hmm. Instagram, you know, so learning those things is a little bit more of a challenge for my generation. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to do TikToks. I've tried to do the Instagram reels. I've pushed it at every single show that I have. Like Mm -hmm. I've done things that I didn't do with other singles. I've tried to get pre-saves, you know, all kinds of stuff. Like I did everything I could possibly think of. Was I good at it yet? Absolutely not. Will I get better because I'm doing it? Yes. Nice. It's all that stuff is so confusing what works on there and what like I did. So I've been, like I mentioned earlier, I've been in New Mexico for the last week Mm because I had a whole bunch of PTO time to kill at work. And so it's like, you know what? Instead of having 27 days off at the end of the year, maybe I should spread this out a little bit. Um, And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to go visit my friends in New Mexico. And I was at my buddy's band practice. And I was like, took out my phone and I turned it over to the slow-mo thing. And I just watched my buddy drum. And I just took a slow-mo video of him drumming. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but we'll see. And then that night I was just messing around with Instagram Reels and I put it on there and you could just like hear every individual drum hit. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I put it up on Instagram Reels and it got like a hundred times more views than anything else I had ever put up there. And I'm like, I don't know why this worked and nothing else. I know, right? Like I can put the same thing on TikTok Facebook and Instagram reels and one nothing happens the other one yeah. and then the other one like gets a bunch of views and I'm like yeah. what is that what I don't understand yeah <laughs> it's it's interesting I I don't get it but you know what I'm if I put one up on Instagram I automatically put it up on TikTok just because yep. it it kind of has to at this point so mm-hmm. but it's kind of um, crap, though, that we have to do that just so people pay attention to what we create. Like, yeah. I mean, 10 years ago, that wasn't a thing. People didn't have mm. to be content creators. They just got to 
create their art and do what they loved. And yeah. so now we have to create our art and we have to be content creators. We have to stay relevant all the time. Like that sucks. And yeah. it's so much pressure and I hate it and I wish it wasn't a thing, but it is. It, yeah, it, like, I mean, for, it, it is tough, like, because like Live and Amplified as a entity has to deal with all of that like we not only do we have to be our own content creators but we also have to essentially be content creators for the musicians that we bring in because it's like oh we gotta you know figure out a way to promote each and individual podcast so it's like we're promoting our own stuff we're promoting the musicians and it's just like i remember when the podcast was just enough Mm -hmm. like that that's all we needed but now it's like, oh no, you got to pull out a snippet. You got to find the uh, soundbite. You got to find the the shocking thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I really don't want to do that because we're not like shocking news people. So, yeah. But, I get uh, it. so for uh, Secrets, have, were you kind of landing on like music videos nowadays? Is that something you're looking at for Secrets or is it already out and I just kind of missed it? No, it's something I've thought about. Um, it's not something I have planned because mm. you can do music videos. You don't want to put them out like right after you put your single out. You want your single to like mm. rest for a little bit and then you put your music video out to kind yep. of get people back into it. Mm-hmm. So a couple months from now anyways if I was going to put it out I have mm-hmm. thought about it though so no promises that it won't happen but no promises that it will happen. we'll just have to see fair enough fair enough and like if you're going to shoot one right now is probably the best time to do it because it's starting to cool down in Texas and if you're going to be outside yeah yeah I, yeah. I, I got gotcha. you or I just go to Nashville where it's cooler and I just film it there <laughs> this is very true very very true uh, so you'd mentioned kind of uh, trying to figure out what's next. What is the next step for you? What what are, are you looking at next singles? Like what's kind of the next rest of the year? Let's just say the rest of the year looking yeah, like for you. Yeah. Um, the first thing that's going to happen is I'm planning my first tour ever, mm. um, which is exciting. I have literally no idea what I'm doing. But, you know, that's what happens when you're an independent artist and you don't have a team. You just Mm -hmm. figure it out as you go. Um, So I am planning in a little, like, acoustic tour um, where I'm just going to travel around um, probably, like, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Mm. maybe North South Carolina and Texas, you know. Mm -hmm. Just places where I, like, know people, basically. Um, And so that is going to be happening, which I'm super, super excited about. Um, And then in regards to new music, there will be a single coming out. It's not necessarily new, but it is new. I don't want to give it away, but like I'm really excited about this one. It's beautiful. It has strings on it. It has a cello, which is my Mm. favorite instrument. And it's, it's just produced how I originally heard it in my brain when I wrote it. So I'm really, really excited about that. I like that little verbal dance you did there did not let out too much information. (laughs) I'm trying not to, but I want to tell everyone, but I'm trying to hold it back. (laughs) I feel that. I completely understand. That's cool though. Um, 
kind of as you're preparing for these next releases, are you, or what, how did you kind of go through the selection process of what songs to release? What, like, obviously not letting any specifics out, but do you build knowing that you're going towards an album or is it just kind of like, Oh, this song would be good this time. And then just kind of see where things land at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I don't have any intentions of doing an album just because of the way the world, um, just mm-hmm. albums don't do well unless you're a somebody, you know, or like touring or Adele or something, you know, you can or touring nonstop. That's yeah. Yeah. Like they just want quick. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it. They mm-hmm. just want music all the time, but they don't want a bunch of it all at once. So I'm like, okay, yep. we're just going to stick to singles. So that's what I'm doing. Um, the way that I choose which single uh, I want to record is just kind of based off of live shows and showing the songs to people and kind of getting a feel like, do they like this song? Do they relate to this song? Okay, this one they really, really like. So I need to do this one. Um, and then once I record it and get the vibe of the song, then I'll decide this is definitely a summer song or a spring yeah. or a fall. This is where it needs to sit. And then it's just building like the marketing campaign like mm-hmm. around it. Um, so yeah, there are some songs that I know specifically they need to come out on like certain dates because mm-hmm. the date has, um, it's just very specific to the song. And then other ones I'm like, well, this just needs to go out sometime in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely get that. Um, and then as far as like when you're sitting down to write, like where are you kind of at writing? Are you always writing or do you kind of find yourself in spells of writing music? Yeah, it's definitely an up and down kind of thing. I think it's that way for, you know, all creatives. We mm-hmm. have times where it just flows out of us. And then other times where we're just stumped, like we don't have anything and you know, I just got back from Nashville and mm. I wrote and wrote and recorded and recorded. And so there was a lot of creativeness like flowing out during that mm. time. And now it's like, okay, now I can take a break a little bit. Um, but then I'm going to go right back into creative mode and like in a month when I head back to Nashville. So it's just kind of an ebb and flow. I'm, I don't think I'm a, a constant writer, but mm. maybe one day I'll get there. Yeah. I think just building up that muscle and just writing as much as I can. And then I think one day, yeah, I could probably write every day, but we'll see. I feel that. And I think it's just, like, depending on how you write, if you're drawing more from life experiences Mm -hmm. or, you know, obviously certain things are going to hit you at certain times. And even if you aren't always constantly writing, just kind of taking notes of little things that hit you and knowing how to kind of, okay, let me put that in my voice memo. So when I do have time or I find myself in the right headspace to sit down and write, I can come back to this moment and, you know, recreate it or write to it or, you know, like however you want to do it. Yeah. I think all songwriters probably, or at least the ones I know have uh, notes like thing in their phone that is like pages long of just ideas that they've had and yeah i have the same thing if i can be driving in the car tonight and i could get one and i'll like write it down or sing it into my phone or whatever 
Yep. And then I'll come back to it and write a song. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, recent or the other day I was trying to clear out space on my phone and I went to like where it broke down where all my data was being used. Yeah. And it said on my notes app that I had like two and a half gigs worth of data. And I'm like, well, I guess I do write a lot. Like, cause you know, in the yeah. same vein of a songwriter, it's like, oh, an idea hits and then I'll be like driving to work. And it's like, wait a minute, that's a good idea for a show or a podcast or a bit on the you know whatever let me write this down really quick yeah. and then so it's always and then I'm also writing like letters and stuff in there just like trying to when I'm like reaching out to people to support the podcast or you know sending out group emails or whatever it's just kind of like oh let me write this here so I can kind of structure it and make it make sense so mm -hmm. yeah but um, so since you've been in Austin, what's, a what's something that like outside of music, what do you do to kind of escape? What's some of your new hobbies now that you're a full blown Texan? Yeah. Um, Hmm. Let me think. I love, there's a lot of like trails, like whether mm -hmm. it's a walking trail or like actual hiking and like swimming holes and stuff here. And I just love nature. So I love to go mm -hmm. and explore those and I'll take my dog and we'll go walk in and I'll let her go swimming and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Um, so there's that. Then there's, so I actually live in like a suburb of mm -hmm. Austin and and this little town has the real, a really, 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 really cute square. And they have like tons of like live music and festivals mm. and events and that kinds of stuff. So I love going to those things. It reminds me of Franklin, um, yeah. right outside of Nashville. Yep. Um, and then I love, there's a shopping center called the domain and I just love going there and walking around whether I buy anything or not. I just like going and window shopping and stuff like that. So that's fun too. <laughs> nice. That's cool. It's, um, I, I often tell myself like, I so when I go to, when I obviously I've not been to like Austin proper, but I go to, um, Georgetown a lot, which <sighs> I think is North, maybe Northeast it it's Austin. North. Yeah. Uh, I go to Georgetown quite a bit and Georgetown is cool. They've got a nice little scene, but mm -hmm. You know, just like I said earlier, if I stay in Texas, I'm going to have to get closer to Austin to some degree. So Yeah, you could always do like the Cedar Park area. A lot of people mm -hmm. live there and it's yeah. pretty close. For sure. Um, and so then uh, as far as like music goes, what's your show schedule looking like now that you're down in Texas? Are you, you find yourself playing out more, playing out less, you know? Yeah. Uh I would say I play out more here um, and it's not, you know, writer's rounds. They don't really have those here. Yeah. Um, so it's like a full blown, like three hour set, um, which is really nice because then you're in front of these people for more than 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. They get to know you a little bit more. Um, they pay you. <laughs> um, so, I find myself enjoying it and, but since I am getting paid, like I don't have to do, um, like three shows a week or whatever. Like I can mm -hmm. kind of take my time and I get to spend that much time in front of the audience that 
I enjoy it better than Nashville, which sounds kind of bad, but I would rather have an audience that sticks around and gets to hear me and gets to really know who I am mm -hmm. rather than listening to me sing three originals and then that's it and then leaving. Like yeah. that, they don't get to know me. So I really enjoyed the the shows and the music scene here. And kind of that's what I've been doing is just bebopping around, just playing shows wherever I can. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, so I don't want to keep you too much longer here since it is Sunday morning. It's a little <laughs> earlier for me than it is you, but yeah. you know, that's okay. Um, since you've been on last, we have adopted a fun little game. Okay. Um. <laughs> It started off as kind of a, oh, crap, we ran out of things to talk to and we've been here for only like 25 minutes. Let me see what I can do to now it is a fun little highlight that a lot of people seem to enjoy. Okay. It is called Rapid Fire Randomness. And what it is is I have a random question generator sitting in front of me. Okay. Actually, I can now show it. Oh, let me... So I have a random question generator that just generates random questions. I'm going to fire off 10 of them at you, and you're just going to answer them as quickly as the question allows, because some of these questions get a little deep from time to time. So, Okay. So if you're ready, we have rapid fire randomness. All right. <clears throat> Let's All right. Do this. How long is the longest trip you've ever taken? Uh, probably the one to Austin, which okay. was 12 hours. Are you more of a saver or a spender? Uh, saver. Okay. Would you rather eat the same thing every day or wear the same thing every day? Eat the same thing every day. I, in the back of my head, I was like, I kind of already eat the same thing every day. So also I'm a girl, so I love to change up my outfits. So that's fair. That's fair. Uh, what was the most terrifying animal encounter you've ever experienced? Oh, Lord. I don't have one. I love animals. They don't scare me. Okay. Maybe a snake. Okay. Yeah, Fair I enough. Snake, so. I was going to say, you've never been running down one of those trails and... I mean, I... Oh, yeah, that's fair. I don't really like snakes, but I just avoid them. So I try not to have encounters with them. <laughs> okay. Would you rather have pepperoni pizza with a Coke or a cheese pizza with a Pepsi? Okay, I don't like any of those things, so okay. no. no. <laughs> I don't like pizza no. and I don't like soft drinks. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. How late did you stay up last night, stay up till last night? Oh, I only think it was like 10.30. Not that late. Nice. I wish I, I, wish I went to bed at 10.30, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, what's more important, safety or freedom? Ooh. Mmm. Freedom. The government is erased, law is abolished, and you are named the supreme leader of the world. What is your first mandate? Oh, dear Lord. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, trying, honestly, my first mandate. Uh, water is free. <laughs> I think cool. it's dumb that we have to pay for water. And there's yes. so many people out there who need it, so. Fair enough. Yeah. I 100% get that. Um. You're given $100,000 that you have to spend today. What are you buying? Uh, a new car. Mm -hmm. 100%. Nice. How many languages do you speak? Uh, one. I and wish you... I spoke more, but I only speak one. 
Okay. There's a follow-up question to that one. What language would you like to learn? Spanish. I find it so, I don't know, either that or Italian. I just think they're beautiful languages. For sure. Do you prefer snail mail or a phone call? Uh, oh, it depends on the situation. Like, you know, like I love snail mail with like, if it's a long distance relationship or something, but I, like, I still want phone calls. Like if I need something quick, phone call or text. Mm. If you had to ask your best friend for a recommendation for a new, like for a new job, mm -hmm. what would they say about you? Oh, they'd probably say that I'm very passionate and uh, determined and have the ability to make anyone feel like I um, am fully invested in them. <laughs> nice. And then to end it all, what is a useless hidden talent that you possess? Oh, Lord. I don't have a hidden talent. I feel like my talent is out there for the world to see. Uh, can't do the tongue thing. You know, that little roll. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't bend my extremities in any weirdness. Yeah, I think I'm just boring. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, since, since you kind of passed on that question, you get this next one. Okay. I was going to end it on the last one, but this one is just kind of funny. If you had to marry one of your friends, who would it be? Ooh, marry one of my friends. Hey, Ooh. if you'd answered the last question, we wouldn't be at this point, so. Hmm. Let me think, let me think. Oh. Honestly, it's, I... I'm just going to say it doesn't matter if they're male or female. I'm just going off of like who they are as a person. Mm. I would probably marry my co-writer on Secrets, Hannah. She <laughs> is precious. She's such an encourager. She's the best cheerleader. Right. She always knows how to lift people up, and she just loves wholeheartedly. So I honestly, I'd marry her. Awesome. Awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> but uh, – it's been an absolute blast chatting with you. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's strange because I always try and keep things fresh. But when we get to bring back musicians, it's always a blast to kind of reconnect and catch up. Yeah. Um, for anybody that wants to check out your music, any of that fun stuff, interact with you on socials, where can they find all your information? Yeah. I mean, we talked about this earlier. It's super simple. Just Auburn McCormick because there's only one of me. <laughs> so yeah, just look up Auburn McCormick on anything. I'll be the first one. Awesome. Awesome. Well, really appreciate you jumping on. And then before we wrap this up, what's one piece of advice you have for the young musicians out there? Oh, I would say don't let social media diminish your craft just because either people don't see it and don't respond to it or whatever, don't take that as your craft isn't good. And also don't put out crap just to get the attention of people. Like just stick to who you are and people will fall in love with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, once again, thank you, Auburn, so much for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute yeah. blast. I really appreciate it. And hopefully, uh, beginning of next year sometime we'll get you back on and uh it'll be less than two years the next time we have you on so. <laughs> perfect thank you but so much for having me absolutely absolutely once again thank you all for hanging out uh we will be 
on and off stream all day because, as I said, I'm in New Mexico and this is the first full day that I'll have with the team. So we're going to have some podcasts, live reacts, all that fun stuff. So if you're hanging out today, just chilling at the house, make sure you come in and check on us every once in a while. We'll be here pretty much all day. But once again, Auburn, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been a blast and we will see you all later. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>